welcome to Japan episode number 78 and we are back with episode 78 for okay yeah yeah okay cool where, where are you shocked <laughs> I'm I don't surprised. know just, uh, I'm <laughs> astonished <laughs> I don't know. Flabbergasted. <laughs> I thought we were, I, we've got a 79 on the thing there, and I yeah. thought it was 80, and now we're going back to 78, so it's like, you know, it's all over the fucking show. Oh, well, fuck it. Then, then, then it's going to be three-parter. It's going to be trilogy, 78, 79, and 80. <laughs> and the next one is going to be 81, so. Cool. So, welcome to DEFN, episode number 78 or 79 or 80. You know, pick your number. Yes, that's the correct number that you picked. So um, we're here today with, uh, I think this is the this is probably the, the, the peak of DEFN. Maybe, you know, this is the time we are going to talk about, um, I hope, mostly about Emacs, but uh, <laughs> we'll see. But we'll see. And we have special guests today, all the way from Brazil. And Eric, welcome to the show. Hi, Vijay. Thank you. Hi, Ray. <laughs> Hi, Eric. I think Ray is just um, checking his TikTok probably on his phone. Yeah, that sounds like Carnival. That's our quest one. Right, oh, we're gonna, I'm going to sort of put that into the mix as we go along to get a nice feel. <laughs> <laughs> and if Vijay doesn't like it, he can fuck off, okay? <laughs> I don't like this podcast anyway. So. <laughs> you don't listen to it, so you don't really yeah, have to totally. care, do you? you know? <laughs> it's not a problem. I mean, if you do it live, that is a problem, you know? We can, we can mix it later, then I don't care. Anywho. Well, I'm going to do it live. To... I'm going to do it live to annoy you. Sure. I'm I'm above these things now. Good. Okay. Let's let's do a proper invitation. So Eric, um <laughs> welcome to the show again. Hello Eric. After <laughs> So maybe a um, quick holy fuck, this is so annoying. Do you even understand what they're singing? Yeah. So. <laughs> no, not not you. I mean Ray. No. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> well, but he can tell us, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's yeah, like shut stuff. the fuck up, Ray. You know. No, it's joyful stuff, mate. It's get on the dance floor. That's what it is. Ah. Oh. Okay. I bet I'm closer anyway. anyway to that to the to the truth than you are. In in what way? Well, I bet it's closer to get up and dance rather than fuck off, Ray. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> I mean, interpretation, you know. Lyrics <laughs> uh, can be interpreted in whatever the way. Interpretive dance is already. <laughs> so imagine we're sitting on a booth and there is something playing and then there's like get up and dance basically means, you know, Ray, you get the fuck off, you know. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, Eric, the LSP man. So um, maybe, you know, a quick um, intro in the order, maybe a quick, um, you know, um, what do you do? How did you end up in Closure World? And what are you doing right now? And what are your hopes and aspirations? And how oh you are God. changing the world with LSP and uh, LSD or LSP or LSP, I think. <laughs> <Not sure. laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. 
sure, sure. Let's go. Anyway, go ahead. So, um, I so I'm a software developer at Newbank. I started working there back on 2019, mm. and I never never saw closure at that time. I was a Java developer, so uh, I came for a different, like, uh, let's say a different ID word. So I was using Eclipsing at the time. And then I, when I started working at New Bank, I found that a lot of people was using Emacs. I also mm-hmm. never heard about it. So it was a lot of... <laughs> this is fucking loud. Why? <laughs> I've yeah. got to ruin the Emacs part of the show. <laughs> You can't. So, this is the. I think. I think. I think this is the. This is the thing. Like for forty years, people kept trying to do this and they couldn't. So it's like you know, <laughs> kind of oh, okay. Yeah, fuck. You know, I'm gonna try and then. No, no, no. It's Emacs. They're gonna outlive you anyway. <laughs> so Emacs has already outlived you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> So I've got, so, find, so I've got to find somewhere to fight back, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I started working with some people that w- was using Emacs, that were using Emacs, and I I gave a try and started mm-hmm. using Do Emacs, um, yeah. and then I've, I've I I'm in love since then. So. Uh, Do you, do you realize uh, that you know it's you're just a playing happy music vintage. whenever there is Emacs? Yeah, so. it's carnival kind of event. Yeah. It, it's, it's just it's such a, it's just having exact opposite effect of what you're trying to do. <laughs> well, I'll keep sure. doing it. We'll see. <laughs> um, so you're into Emacs now. You're a lover of yeah. Emacs. Yeah. Um, I I I actually there were a lot of new things to me. Like I started using a new operational system. Um, since then, I'm using NixOS, which is a right, function, okay. functional operation system. Really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I then found the LSP thing. So uh, I, 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 started, I started to search about what is LSP and mm. contributing to LSP mode and talking with the people from there. And it was really cool. And I, f- I find found a little a lot of things to improve uh, mm. on the MX uh, community, mm. and then I, f- I found Clojure LSP, which yep. was a already a existing project. Uh, the maintainer actually was not uh, working hard on it; uh, he didn't have didn't have the time for working on Clojure LSP, yep. and then I started to fixing issues, improving adding some other features. And I think late uh, on 2020, he agreed to pass the project to another organization so I could work fully on that. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it. But be, so uh, before LSP thing, I'm, I'm wondering, so if you're a Java developer before, so I'm assuming you're doing backend java or spring or whatever that kids do these days 
it's been a long time since i touched java so i'm assuming it's yes. boot or whatever the, whatever the crap that um, java people are using these days and so how was the shift for you like how did you learn closure because if it was it on the job or i i know new bank basically you know has every developer working <laughs> in the entire latin america whoever says closure uh, they they basically in new bank now yeah but how, I, I, how, how was the transition for you like how did you learn closure stuff and how do you feel about uh, compared to your java experience uh, actually i i say it i never thought closure before <laughs> wait so fuck what why because it's closure you know it's a carnival experience <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay i have a, i have a button here to mute ray so don't worry <laughs> uh so i i found closure actually i heard about closure uh some one year i, I think before i joined the bank and i i, I started to study and show it to my coworkers uh my java coworkers and they they just say uh th- this is really crazy <laughs> doesn't make sense <laughs> at all um uh, but I, i i was really liking that new link um there are, there were some people um new bank was uh becoming a huge company at that time and mm. uh, so I, i i had some friends I have some friends that joined this company and I just and, and, and some months later I think uh, the opportunity came to me to join your bank and yeah. hold closure and this is, was a, a big step to me but I give a try and I think I I chose the I I mm. I made the, the the correct choice so when when I when I started working with closure at new bank it was really different to me um the functional uh thing it's really different from the um oriented uh object so um i think it was not a fast change to me but after some months i was uh, doing well i think Okay. Quick question on that. You know when going back to your like your old colleagues, your previous colleagues who were kind of thinking it was crazy the closure. Was it mostly like a syntax objection or was it something else? I think the syntax actually. Uh actually we 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 were working with Spring um and Spring Webflux which kind of introduced some functional things to java mm, not mm. really functional but uh it it was a start but we can say closure is really really truly functional so it was a lot different from java yeah i think the it, it's both syntax and semantics right i mean if you but i think in java it's been a long time since i wrote java i think that there is a bit of no lambdas and all that stuff coming in um i think a few years ago so there is still uh streams and and uh, there is map and reduce sort of things there uh, in in java now so if you consider that as functional programming because functional programming is like you know true scotsman sorts of shit like everybody says whatever they're doing is functional than someone what someone mm-hmm. else is yeah. doing so yeah mm-hmm. actually we 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 are using a lot of strings from uh java 8 so ah, okay. uh there are a lot of uh 
kind of functional things, but mm. I, I uh, the people from there uh, did not understand it easily that mm. strings thing. So they just thought that closure would be the same. Yeah. But mm. uh, we know that closure has just functions, just easier functions that th those string things. Yeah. So yeah, it's different. I think also the wording, the phrasing around like the phrasing around the Java side of things is always a little bit <clears throat> um, slightly off, in my opinion. You know, like calling it streams and all these all the terms that they use are hiding their true nature. Maybe that's their like their marketing. You know, is they're trying to kind of hide what they're doing, or it's not yeah. an FP language, or it's not an FP a, a, yeah. a functional system. So they're just trying to kind of, you know, if you if you if you use those kind of marketing phrases, as it were, then people it might functional stuff might seep into their brain by accident, but most likely it won't. It will just be resisted. I think. I, yeah. I don't know. I wonder how it's working. It, from what you're saying, that's that's correct. Yeah. Yeah, we all know that under the those string things, there there is nothing about immutability. It, oh, yeah, yeah. it's all about mutability. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So at, at New Bank then, because usually when I hear people coming to closure, I think in the, I don't know, 10 years ago or five years ago, everybody was like, oh, you know, learn Emacs and then get into closure and because it's lispy thing. And, but that, that, that's kind of difficult for beginners because you are learning new editor and new everything new and new libraries and new build tools and new, you know, new way of thinking and new syntax and all that shit. So how, how did you cope up with it? Like how, how does new bank introduce, maybe how did you cope up with it? And then how do you introduce this to new people who are coming from, if they never use like command line, if they never used, you know, I, I know everybody uses IntelliJ or maybe back in the day Eclipse, then you, that's what you think is the development environment is. And then yeah. you are thrown at the deep end. So how, how was your journey? Uh, yeah, um, when people join a bank, they they ac actually have a huge onboarding about mm -hmm. more or less three weeks. So it's a big onboarding, uh, teaching a lot of new bank things. And mm -hmm. one of the things they they teach is uh, how to use closure and work with the services and etc. So they don't say use this editor or use this tool. So there is this. Um onboarding um you know, for for uh, you know for new closure people and and they, and they don't force you an editor on you that's uh, annoying when I mean, the people so actually you to use yeah, most of the closure developers there recommend using cursive so nubank has cursive license yep. yeah because it's just set up yeah. and that's it yeah. you you don't need to uh, do anything more but i hope this will change soon will change soon yeah uh, <laughs> yeah uh, at least back on the time back on the time i joined new bank things changed a lot uh, because in my opinion it's just easier now to set up imax with lsp things than before so mm. uh, there are other editors like calva which yeah. uh, for vs code which is using closure lsp as well is just easier so uh, I think uh, if you if you start 
uh, I actually recommend it if you start using Clojure right 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 now. I suggest you use Calva because it's just uh, easy to set up and you don't need any cursive license anything like that. Yeah, and you you have all the features that LSP provides. So I think back on that time there was nothing like that. Well, I think I would just uh, in in defense of uh, of cursive. I think if you're an IntelliJ user. Uh, then the move to become a closure user using cursive is really smooth, you know, because you've got all of the kind of uh, affordances that you have with IntelliJ, which is an, an awesome, yeah. which is definitely an awesome editor if you're a sort of Java or a Python programmer. So, I mean, you know, I, I think you're right that it's good that you have kind of like good uh, options in terms of like the amount of static analysis stuff that you can get through LSP and other editors now. But I just, I think, you know, Cursive is still yeah. a very, very polished. Uh... Cursive is awesome, actually. It's a, a, a tool, awesome tool. Uh, but I agree with you. If you came from Java, for example, you probably were using Eclipse or IntelliJ. So it, it will be just easier, easy for you yeah. to use Cursive. Yeah, I think so. You don't need to learn new stuff, you know, just to just to be productive, like opening a project and all these kind yeah. of things. Or there, there, is, there is a new yeah. developer that joined my team recently that he was a Java developer and was using IntelliJ before. And he started using yeah. Cursive for one, two months. Yeah. And then he asked it to me, how can I use Emacs? And I, I, then I asked it to him, why, why, why do you want to change <laughs> now? <laughs> and they say after after uh, I saw you yeah. using Emacs and all the keyboard uh, key uh, key shortcuts and the key bytes you use, it's just faster. Yeah. I don't want to use the mouse anymore. It seems a good uh, editor. So yeah. that's the those are these are the cases I see people changing. So they uh, it's not that you can't yeah. uh, have all of this with cursory, but um, I don't know. I yeah. just think they see that uh, I actually never saw any anyone using Cursive that do, doesn't need to use mouse or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. That that efficiently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's weird, actually, because, I mean, like you said, there's a, there's a ton of keyboard shortcuts in IntelliJ, you know. Um, yeah. And I don't I think, think there's any, the there's any shame in, there's no shame in using the mouse, is there? Nah. Okay. No, but just, th just th I don't know. I, I, I just feel it's know. faster. I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> Probably some preference of mine, but yeah, uh, yeah, not sure. I think it's certainly faster. There is, there is, there is no question about it. Because I remember well, when I think I that's, I think saw, that's debatable. Yeah. No, I mean, if you have 4K display and then you have this high resolution and you're, you need to put. So when I have to use my mouse, my mouse has this maximum acceleration. Even then, it's fucking weird because if you want to switch between different things, and of course, I, I use IntelliJ. I use IntelliJ a lot, you know, for Python coding and all that crap. Um, also, sometimes Scala, and there are some shortcuts that I'm used to, but I'm not as productive as in yeah, Emacs. So maybe there are me. people who are way more productive, but but I totally see the point that you know when when somebody is using it, it's it's like it's like. Um, uh, I remember seeing it uh, first time when who, who was it called? Uh, was it uh, Monty or the the guy who made uh, MySQL back in the day? 
uh, in mm-hmm. 2005 there was this um, linux asia conference and then i was just sitting with him and then he was just opening his tiny laptop with this terminal thing and then just doing shit left and right in emacs and like what what kind of god mode power is this because i mean at that time i was just using linux on the servers a little bit you know it was back in red hat 5 days and this really <laughs> is a full on emacs podcast now isn't it yeah totally i mean we're getting to the but, origin but that, that story the, of your emacs no, i mean you, you can it's not it's not emacs because i've seen people using vim yeah. at that level as well it's not there there are a couple of editors that are people bend it to their will and then it's extremely productive you can exactly. see how quick they are with everything but that that's the whole point you know that the tool shouldn't be blocking your speed like oh where the fuck is this in some sort of a menu and then i can't yeah, redefine I think- that to do what i want to do that that it's is funny, the biggest actually, change i think it's funny to me because i i often think that uh that the editor is the second most important thing you know i think if the language is sufficiently powerful and sufficiently expressive then that's where you're going to get the wins rather than the 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 keyboard um mechanism. yeah but the language is runtime right how quickly you can express your idea is basically your editor and that's where you're you're trying to tell the editor and and that that's the reason why i mean you can imagine if if people were using java and then not intellij you can see their productivity go down like like hell because you know all the static things and all the fancy shit that intellij provides like boilerplate and all this stuff which is there is kind of a synergy between the language and the editor i think for me for lisp it feels emacs is more synergetic and i've seen people writing c in vim like 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 super lightning fast levels so yeah i never had a i never had an ide when yeah, i was yeah, a c programmer that's so, actually yeah. something i before using emacs i was using eclipse for java and eclipse already had this kind of shortcuts so Uh, I remember that I just didn't yeah. need the mouse for using code actions and organizing parsings and things like that. So I was already feeling that I I I would need to uh, have a, another editor that would have the same things. So yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But so uh, let's let's talk a little bit about LSP because you know what is LSP and and how it is the great equalizer among the yeah. <laughs> among the editors <laughs> these days so can, can we just go back idea. for one for one second before we get into <laughs> LSP Max, per yes. se <laughs> yeah <laughs> no backing up it's like you know you you sort of it was quite amazing to me your little story you know you you learned closure then you learned LSP and then you started contributing to it so was this like your first like open source uh like project or were you an open source uh, contributor before i mean how did you get into all of that stuff because that already seemed like quite a big you know quite like a mi- yeah, like yeah, escalated yeah, quickly sure. let's say you know <laughs> as the kids say these yeah, days it, yeah it, it was not the first uh, open source project i was i worked but uh, i i think i had some spring thing open source project but it was the first mm. that i uh, worked with more people and Uh, way famous project so i started probably started with um hmm. lsp mode um and then i started with uh closure sp and hmm. another one that i'm a maintainer that is lsp dart which is for flutter and things like that so uh, and then i i, I was just yeah. in love with the open source thing and i 
I was just helping another project, other projects, and working on new things. But yeah, closure helped a lot with this. So yeah, so I think it, it's a good idea to explain to people who are who are not yeah. aware of what LSP is. So what does it do, and then where where is all this uh, Emacs stuff coming in, and then how it can be used sure. in closure. So the whole story. <laughs> we can drop the Emacs thing. We've had enough Emacs. Yeah. Shit uh, already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'll actually, get you back into it. <laughs> that, actually, LSP about. has nothing related <laughs> with Emacs, and. Um, so LSP stands for Language Server Protocol, which was uh, just a protocol created by Microsoft back in right. 2015, I think, when they were creating the VS Code. They just found the same uh, issues mm -hmm. they, they had with, uh, with new languages and a new editor where you, you need to implement support for all languages. <laughs> to, uh, you need to do... Uh, the same thing other editors did when they created. So they they found this way to create a standard, a protocol where new editors and new languages could follow the same uh, pattern, the same standard, and it would uh, uh, make it easy to uh, create a new language and offer the same features and same uh, tools uh, other languages already have. So uh, the LSP provides uh, a huge specification, a huge web page uh, saying what clients and servers should do. So a client you can think uh, as the editor itself. And the server is just a program that runs, uh, that the client, the, the editor spawns. So it's just a program that runs on your machine. Um, so for example, mm -hmm. a client for, uh, LSP would be, uh, Emacs would be VS code, would be, uh, IntelliJ, et, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And for the server, it's the, for example, closure LSP. And, uh, this, I think this mm -hmm. is working, uh, really well because new languages are embedding the server the LSP servers uh, inside the language itself. So, uh, for example, the the Dart language yeah. from Google, which uh, uh, Flutter use, uh, it has the Dart SDK mm -hmm. that yeah. has the analysis server uh, built in. So you don't need you don't need any other program oh, okay. to use the LSP. You already have the Dart SDK. So this mm. is really really cool. Okay. So how is the closure LSP thing working? So how does it work or to use NREPL or so how does yeah. it fit into um, the rest of the ecosystem? I remember that when I joined Nubank, everybody was saying to me, just use the REPL, use the REPL and you have, you have everything you need. Uh, and <laughs> I say, but, but I don't have, yeah. uh, for example, LinkedIn stuff, uh, I don't have uh, code navigation without my REPL, can, mm. can I, uh, and I, then I, I start to, uh, searching about this LSP thing. Um, mm. it, it turned out, it, it turns out that the closure speed do, doesn't rely, uh, on the REPL. You don't need anything, uh, because it's, uh, it's all about static stuff. Mm -hmm. So I separate these two things uh, in 
static analysis that is related with LSP, and you can say the repo it's related with runtime things. So if you need to um, yeah. evaluate something, run a test or anything that you need to have a runtime thing, you need the repo. This is completely true in mm-hmm. Clojure. But if you need code navigation, mm-hmm. refactoring, um, information in your editor, UI things, uh, everything static, it's related with static things. It's about the LSP. So just just um, to understand that a bit better then. So with the, um, with the existing Emacs uh, tooling, I think they normally use the REPL as a way to analyze your code. So is that is that something that's different between like the LSP approach to like closure code in Emacs versus like the, yeah, um, the standard approach that we've had? I before? think the REPL thing for Emacs specifically is too uh, good, too good. Uh, we have the CIDR, uh, CIDR and REPL and things like mm-hmm. that. And yeah, they yeah. just found some ways to make static um, features that you have uh, on static analyze like LSP available via the repo as well. So if you have the CIDR uh, mm. running in your project, you have code navigation as well. You have refactor from uh, CLJ refactor and mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, but I, I don't think you, uh, I don't think uh, this is bad. This is just uh, something good. You can use this as well. But you don't need a REPL to have these things as well. So uh, if you have LSP, you don't need to uh, start your REPL and scan all the, the, the REPL or jack in or load your file to have these features as well. So uh, you can use both, but that is this kind of trade-off. <laughs> Isn't it then you're having like two processes running because I, I think LSP does, uh, please correct me if I'm wrong, um, most probably I'm wrong. You know, it's going to generate an index of all the things and then it needs to start and then keep it there. Um, I remember um, a projectile also does something like that. And then, um, so if I'm using LSP in uh, foreclosure, for example, regardless of what editor I'm using, then I end up having two different server process is running there is lsp process and there is repel process i connecting so isn't it going to be heavy or you know is there a way to use one process you know yeah. um, to do everything no that, actually there is no way to to use for example repo inside lsp or think they are two different things but uh the lsp uh, mm-hmm. The closure LSP it scans all the the class path the whole project. Um, for the first time you you start in your project and then it caches mm-hmm. this analysis. Yeah. So the next startups is really uh, it's it's really fast. So it will just need to analyze your project mm-hmm. if you change any dependencies or things like that. Um, we are. Always mm-hmm. trying to improve the performance. So Speed is compiled with GraalVM for faster startup and performance and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you need two processes actually running, the REPL1 and the ClojureSP. But at least for me, I can say uh, yeah. if I don't, uh, I don't need to evaluate something, 
for example, I just browsing in some project or uh, making say uh, yeah. different things. I don't need to uh, jack in with the REPL. It's just faster to use LSP navigation and refactor yeah. quickly. So yeah. So in your when you're using Emacs, then if you're, I mean, I'm I'm sort of like you know. <laughs> I'm asking these questions. I don't really know the answer, but I know the sort of general ecosystem around cider and orchard and these kind of things from, uh, you know, from having Bojadar on the on on the various conferences and also on his podcast. Um, I'm always interested in in what he says. Um, but uh, so, are you talking about you have a kind of different mode then? So you have a REPL, but that REPL is just like an N REPL, but it's not doing any of this like. Uh, analysis in the background whereas so you have the lsp server in the background checking your files and making sure that index of the static analysis stuff is up to date so your your emacs mode as it were is receiving all of this instrumentation from yeah. the lsp yeah. is that um, right this is you can think this uh this c could be good or bad because uh lsp is uh, all the time scanning and reanalyzing and indexing your files. But this is good for a better user experience, experience I think, because who uh, mm. never had the issue uh, which you just forgot to evaluate something you changed on another namespace and you need to reload everything or just mm -hmm. go back there. Or for some cases where the cache doesn't help, you need to restart your repo. So this is something I think the LSP helps with the user experience, but yeah. And and so for static analysis, do you do you use any of these um, uh, Michiel Borkens tools like CLJ Condo or something like that behind the scenes? Mm -hmm. Because I know I, you know he he's just putting out shit like you know crazy and then <laughs> like with, with speed of light yeah. and different types um, of tools and everything. When I when I started working the project, ClojureSP ha has had the it's. Its own, uh, its own way of analyzing the code, which had a lot of issues because we are just mm -hmm. uh, implementing all the analysis stuff by ourselves. So was not uh, was not easy to work on ClojureSP at, at that time. Um, but then we started uh, mm -hmm. using uh, CLJ Condo for the analysis stuff, which yes, it's. Uh, Awesome library for Barkitude. Yeah. And it's working really, really well because CRJ mm. Condo, it's a mature library that has this analysis stuff, which makes uh, just easier for ClojureSP analyze, get this analysis and just query and use what we need. So, yeah, ClojureSP mm. at the moment relies a lot on CRJ Condo analysis with. Uh, Seems to be working really, really well. Mm, nice, and and so how mm. is the closure script support for LSP? Because it it's always been, or at least that's what I hear from people who are starting in closure, and also a couple of teams that I work with. You know, the closure script thing is always a tricky thing to get yeah. to get right uh, in their editors. I can say know? it works uh, as well as closure, but I can say it has a lot oh, of. Nice. Uh, most of the things work good. Actually, there are features that, for example, you don't have on mm -hmm. Curse that you can navigate through, for example, uh, reframe events 
reframe subscribers via the keywords okay. thing. So this is something people really like. Mm -hmm. You can see, for example, reframe mm -hmm. events, um, code lenses, references, and things like that. Uh, so uh, mm -hmm. those kind of things work really good. Uh, probably there is some bug or another mm -hmm. uh, with closure uh, uh, CLJC files, which has all those weird things. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think they they work well. Yeah, they read the macros. <laughs> like so. the reader macros. But yeah, they yeah. work good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And and how many people are at, at New Bank are using yeah, this closure is not, LSP? Yeah, uh, this is something I always. Uh, have to I, I i want to know but it's not easy because there are more than 1000 yeah. developers there <laughs> yeah they start google there, analytics there are actually <laughs> more than 1000 developers <laughs> there so it's not easy I, I, yeah oh my god um, it's doubled <laughs> i i think there are probably more intellij and cursive users than emacs but uh if you count mm. if you say if you think that Closure SP is not uh, about Emacs. It's about a VI. It's about Calva, VS Code. Yeah. Uh, you you probably have uh, you yeah. have mm. a lot of users. Uh, yeah. I actually have some ideas in mind about writing some kind of playbooks and things for new uh, engineers at Nubank that they will they will have this choice about uh, reading what uh, every editor has. And then uh, wisely choose. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So in the onboarding program, there is going to be oh, this is how you configure Wim. This is how you configure Cursive. Yeah. This is how you configure Emacs. But you know, we all know you should use Emacs anyway. So there is no point in reading other yeah. shit. So read this part. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we probably write don't, don't like this, but that. I mean, yeah. I, I don't. I don't really I, I care think... what you do. <laughs> I think that is that is a, a really big win, a big win using closureSP slash CLJ condo that is you can have a configuration, mm. a common configuration in some place, right? So here uh, at New Bank we have this common yeah. library that we have all the closureSP configuration, all the mm -hmm. CLJ configuration about macros and everything. And if you, you if you are a ClojureSP user, mm. uh, don't mind what editor you are using, but you are using ClojureSP, you have all the macros oh, linked nice. correctly, uh, yeah. formatted correctly. So this is really really cool mm. because, yeah, if I already saw a lot of times, uh, cursory developers need to uh, right click there and choose link to this as this as like that and. Uh, you don't have a common way to configure yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. I think the CLJ Condo configuration, yeah. Condo SP configuration helps a lot with that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's one of the big differences. I mean, you know, I would like to have Colin come on here and talk a bit about Cursive uh, one of these days um, uh, because I think that's one of the big differences that we're seeing is this like, you know, he's a one-man team um, and he can't take contributions so easily, I think. Um, because it's a closed source environment. Whereas I think with Closure LSP, 
you know, if, once you've got the kind of basics of these of these macro things working, you can just you can you know you can ask Mikel Borken to do the rest of them for you. <laughs> <laughs> Three yeah. hours later, he's got the rest of all closure macros <laughs> done, you know, or whatever. But you know, you know, I'm joking aside. You know, you you've got more people that can like you know join the macro army and you know yeah essentially do that do that kind of like uh, last mile work. You know that kind of like yeah. Uh, the I, I can surely kind of say work. that. Uh, Barkadood helped a lot with the closure SP integration. So all the time we chat about issues mm. and how we can improve the LSP integration or fix CLJ condo things. Uh, so I report an issue or he say to me, uh, you need to fix there. And then I can have, open a pull request on CLJ condo. So I think it works really well. So this is something the open source community helps a lot as well. Yeah, yeah. So if I understand correctly, Cursive, well, obviously Cursive started way before all this stuff started, right? Or at least it was available way before all this stuff was there. So Cursive doesn't use LSP yet for static analysis. I think it uses custom core probably, right? No, the idea of, of Cursive is that it uses the indexing that's available in IntelliJ. Oh, in IntelliJ. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's yeah. the, the that's MPS the point, or yeah. something. Yeah, like, that's yeah. actually okay. yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, I think that, that makes more you, sense. You, you because, can think yeah. uh, that that makes sense because your uh, Cursive has a lot of things that uh, it's it would it would be probably hard to add to Clorus for example, the Java analysis. So. Yeah. Uh, since Cursive, Cursive has this indexing mm. index thing, so it already has the Java mm. stuff things, so uh, it plays really well. Mm. Uh, we are thinking, um, I, I'm talking yeah. with uh, Bart Dude about adding Java analysis to CLJ Condo, so this would uh, work too, but you can say, <laughs> yeah. Well. Doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't LSP, I mean, doesn't uh, LSP partially support supports Java? Yeah, no, I think there it, is it, one probably. It yeah. supports, but Sorry? not as good as Cursive. For example, you can find definition of Java stuff, uh, but uh, unless you are using any mm. repo or something like that. But from LSPS itself, at the moment, we don't support that. Mm. No, I was just thinking because LSP has support for many languages, you know, that I, I but I'm guessing it's a lot of the Microsoft languages, so C sharp and F sharp. Which are not very strongly integrated in Clojure. I think the the JavaScript has LSP as well, but I think that the challenge here is that IntelliJ maybe I'm just speculating here is that has a common you know definition for all the languages oh, yeah, they support. Yeah, yeah. And then here you're in the Clojure LSP world, and then you're opening Java code. Then now you're in the Java LSP world, and those two are not actually talking to each other probably. Exactly. Uh, you can think yeah. that Cursive has. Of course, you know, uh, IntelliJ has um, everything built in, and yeah. it works if, for example, you have this closure file, and then you, you open a Java file, you will use the LSP Java for that. But the issue yeah. is, how can you uh, find the definition of this and then go to the Java thing? So Exactly, go to that one. Yeah, this yeah. is the issue mm -hmm. there, but... Yeah. Um, but it should be the same when, when you're dealing with script and JavaScript libraries, right? Yeah, or it's the same. It's, yeah, Probably yeah. the same. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I think it's, um, it, it, at least if you're doing, you know, single uh, 
monogamous programming <laughs> just only one <laughs> if that is a thing i don't think anybody is monogamous anymore but i mean programming wise obviously because you have to write javascript you have to write html and writing css so all those are languages anyway so yeah and then you're some hacky build script somewhere in in, in bash so <laughs> there's like mm-hmm. a million different languages that you're using but if your primary language is closure then closure lsp makes sense but that the very moment you have like this polyglot code base or closure script and then you have closure and all that stuff so that that would be a bit uh, tricky uh, on, on that point, i have um, Oh, go on. I thought you were yeah, just, just wondering, just rambling on, on, for a second there. <laughs> uh, not for a second, the rest of the two hours for is going to be just me rambling. You're just losing it. You yes. know. Do you have a point? <laughs> <laughs> so my, I had a question there that it, it, is it the same Closure LSP that is going to support both Closure Script and Closure, or is it something, uh, do, we, do we have like Closure Script LSP and Closure LSP? No, it's the exactly same project. Um, I think ah. most um, the hard work uh, happens on CLJCon side. So CLJCondo analysis yeah. support both closure script and closure. So mm-hmm. this makes closure as mm-hmm. be supports both nice. as well. What I was going to ask you actually was what was what is the sort of scope of LSP? You know, because LSP is made for like, like lots of languages, but what? What is it? What does it? Because we're looking at like it from a from the closure perspective and the editor's perspective. But what what is it from their perspective? What what is like the goal of LSP from Microsoft's perspective? Like what is the scope of it? What, you know what is it? What is it trying to standardize? Uh, I think the main features from LSP, which uh, Microsoft tries to standardize, it's the code navigation, uh, probably the code refactors. So. Uh, Closure, you have to add your requires and imports uh, and other languages. You have the same like uh, mm-hmm. Java and things like that. You have find definition. You have find reference. You could have, for example, at Closure SP, we have the call hierarchy, which is a feature, for example, that you don't have at Curse. But uh, all these things work. Um, Closure is a different <laughs> language, but it has all the features that other languages, it could have all the features that other languages has. So code navigation is, prob- is probably the most common things. And in terms of the protocol support, because uh, I, I, I do use uh, Closure LSP, I do use um, uh, Rust LSP as well, and, and a few other languages every time, because there is an LSP mod, so if there is a hook, then it's going to use it anyway, if I open it, and Python LSP and everything. So from Closure point of view, how much of the protocol is implemented? Because I sometimes, I think in the beginning, a lot uh, I keep seeing like, oh, this method is not implemented for this language. So, and so how much of it is relevant to closure, and how much is it already implemented, and how much? Yeah. Are... Uh, when I started working on the project, probably 50 percent was implemented, and in my opinion, uh, last time I checked, uh, eighty or ninety percent it was done so it's a really big oh, thing wow. uh, but there i think okay. there are things that doesn't make sense for closure mm-hmm. i think uh, at least for most features like yeah um yeah. find implementation of a function this probably only makes sense for death multi death methods yeah, yeah, yeah. things like that uh but most of the protocol yeah. makes sense which makes me think that the protocol is awesome mm-hmm. as well Okay, and and is it something like a, a 
quote unquote certification like a, you know compatibility kit or something so hey you know we are we are like um 90% of lsp is supported here because i can imagine it's a community thing but how, how do you how do you check if we, if i'm writing it for a new language so how do you confirm that okay this yeah, is in a usable uh, state i don't think that like is that. something automatic but uh to use lsp you need to Mm. think uh, there are some features that you really need to implement otherwise uh it, it won't probably work or the clients would wouldn't accept it so yeah. that that's it find the definition find the reference yeah. those th those are things that are really mandatory but uh, s uh most of the language servers i found have this um uh, page saying all the capabilities that it has CodeSP has its own page as well so uh, yeah, it yeah. says oh we have call hierarchy we have find mm -hmm. definition find happenings code lanes code actions and things like that so yeah yeah okay that's nice Ray we can't hear you oh no <laughs> I, was I, was to to I was also, I was also <laughs> muting there. <laughs> I was just in well, the background. Nothing of the fucking, value was lost, so. In, I was just in the background muttering fucking Emacs, fucking Emacs. Oh my God, fucking Emacs. But, you know, we'll turn the sound back on now. I'll, I'll, I'll show up. Uh, but no, I was going to say that there are things like. Um, Things like that, uh, like we were talking earlier on about, like that um, are in the CIDR kind of world, things like um, code completion and stuff like that. Um, uh, is that the kind of thing that you offer as well? So, all of this kind of stuff um, for. Yeah, uh, we LSP? have code completion. It's a LSP feature. It's actually one of the features that are probably one of the most important when we talk about LSP. Um, there was a lot of issues on code completion with CodeSP when I started working on it. I think it's really, really better now. Mm. Um, I was actually working on an issue about this uh, right before I joined uh, the podcast. But <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us what it is. We want the scoop, you know. <laughs> <laughs> We're always, always looking for the hot off the press Ex news. Exclusive. Definitely exclusive. Yeah, code completion, it's, it makes really sense for LSP. Because I think it's always a tricky one. It's always a tricky one, code completion, because you have like this, it's almost like, I almost feel like it's one of these things where, you know, it's kind of like you need a bit of AI almost to make it really really make i think this is one of the i mean you know I, i'm kind of like skeptical in ai generally but i think this is kind of like area where yeah. it feels like it could be applied you know because when you're typing stuff it kind of like well is it related to the thing that you were just using is it related to the thing that's most proximate to where you are in the file or in the in the namespace or is it more, or what you know because you often find with code completion it ends up putting like all kinds of weird shit into the code completion you know that you know like all weird stuff from like java or something <laughs> or uh or things that you know that are way outside of your like yeah, uh, yeah, project okay. uh, namespace so i i don't know I, I maybe i'm just uh <laughs> kind of projecting here but you know what what's your experience of yeah of, it's, uh, code it's, completion i think it's LSP? one of the most uh probably one of the most hard uh the code of the Clorespeed. Uh, it's not easy because you you need to know all the context 
that you are typing at the moment. So if you are yeah. if you are inside a function, you need to provide all the, the locals that are inside this function uh, following this uh, order. Mm. Uh, you need also to provide all the things that user can complete with the prefix thing that he typed. So uh, you need to provide other yeah. things like closure core, uh, all the closure core definitions and functions and variables that it has uh, and things like that. Uh, for example, if a user is typing an alias that is not required when he selects this, we auto require this. So it's a mm. really cool feature. So there are mm. a lot of corner cases that we need to um we need to take care, but it, it it's working really well, I think. Cause I think that's one of those it's definitely an interesting sign, I think. When you when you feel like your code completion is uh is 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 guessing correctly, you know, yeah, it feels it good. It feels really yeah. good. <laughs> but hey, we don't need code completion anymore because we have this AI Copilot thingy, so it's gonna you just you just type you just type A and then it's gonna fill in the whole two thousand line. Code I wish there was a code oh, yeah, completion totally. for implementing the whole LSP for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you just start typing code lens, and then it's just gonna fill in everything for you. Yeah, so just you to just implement it as if it's the same for JavaScript. You know, ah, oh my gosh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing, the other thing that they kind of have there in this like LSP is um, things like uh, formatting. Now, you know, this seems to me that like formatting is something which is sensible. very, like I would say, yeah. very sensible. personal. It's, it's not uh, sorry uh, easy to uh, create some kind of standard. Yeah, that everyone like on. everyone like. I mean, have you tried to? Do, do, do your does New Bank, for instance, have a like a formatting standard, or you know, can can is that something you can like put rules in your editor to yeah. kind of like uh, get agreement on? Because I know that all ed, I mean, cursive has rules for like alignment and indentation, and yeah. you know, blah blah we, blah. We we try know, to so. follow the closure style guide, which is not, which is really good. It's not the entire truth, like they say on the guide, but it's really really good. Um, Closure SP mm. uses under the hood CLJ FMT, which is uh, which is an awesome library for right. Closure formatting, which makes you uh, configure the way mm. you want to format your code. Um, Closure SP has this mm. feature that you can provide the configuration for the format. So at at, at NewBank we have mm. that oh, right. uh, library I said before that is the code style library. And we have the all the formatting, CLJ FMT formatting configuration. So if you are using ClearSP, you are following the same mm. standards and the same configuration for formatting your code, which is really, really cool. Yeah, okay. So that makes PRs a bit more yeah. straightforward to uh, actually, review. Actually, that is... <laughs> I'm guessing uh, there must be a pre-commit hook or that, something. That, uh, that is this <laughs> new feature on ClearSP that was added recently. That is the ClearSP API. Which is a huge feature uh, supported by Clojure mm -hmm. Together, um, which adds a new way to use Clojure Speed. That is, you don't need your editor anymore. So it's just uh, tries to oh. offer the same uh, some features from Clojure Speed uh, via an API or a, a CLI. So you could, for example, have Clojure Speed mm -hmm. running in your CI. 
So you can say ClojureSP, uh, you can nice. just okay. run ClojureSP, Lynch, uh, sorry, ClojureSP, Diagnostics, and which will bring all the uh, all the LSP diagnostics like CLJ Condo does. It, uh, you can run ClojureSP format, and it will mm -hmm. use the format feature for format your project or clean uh, namespace to clean your whole namespace. So at Nubank, we are using this feature on our CI. So it's another really big thing because, for example, if it, Ray, Ray is coding on ClojureSP, yeah, yeah. uh, it's coding on Cursive, and it's not actually following the same rules we use mm. with Cursive. We will we will get you on the CI thing. Yeah. So that is that is no way to run. Oh, there is no way to run out, yeah. from this. So it's a really really cool thing. All right, okay. I, I'm sure it's gonna be I'm sh it's gonna yeah. be fun yeah. when somebody <laughs> comes to the CI yeah. build. You know, <laughs> so somebody's gonna push to the CI build and then they just you know use the refactor <laughs> command and then just say you know refactor all these function names to bullshit and then that's it and you just commit and then. All the function yeah, names are refactored. It offers some, and uh, not all the features are <laughs> yeah. factors. Like, I think only the rename refactor we yeah, yeah. we have, but the major features hmm. like diagnostics, formatting, and cleaning hmm. stuff, it's uh, it's available. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, hmm. so is that you know you were talking right at the beginning about how you're looking at performance and stuff. You have that command line stuff. Is that done with the Graal VM as well? So it's kind of like snappy to yeah. start um, up and get the output. Since ClojureSP is something yeah. that runs on the user machine, uh, before Graal VM, we had this uh, bad startup about the JVM and starting. Uh, so some seconds are lost mm. because of that. But uh, hmm. After using GraalVM, we completely fixed that, and we had some memory and CPU improvements hmm. regarding the analysis stuff. So it was a re hmm. really big thing, and hmm. it's working really good. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you can use it on because you can use it on the command line now with GraalVM as well. So you can it would just it, yeah. all this kind of stuff just happens super quick, so you don't have to. Uh... Like be scared. Yeah, the the, the Graalvm thing anymore. was from something implemented before <laughs> the Clojure API, but yeah, it it's something that really helps right, because right. Yeah. you can just type Clojure format and it will start right away. So I have I have one question about the Clojure side of it. So, um, is there something that you thought like, wow, this could be a really nice feature for Clojure programmers? But LSP doesn't support it, so you know you are limited by the protocol to, because we, we keep talking about okay, this is protocol is implemented eighty percent. That means there is like ten percent of it is probably irrelevant to closure. But there must be something that is relevant to closure, but you but the protocol cannot support that one. Multi methods yeah. is a good example. Uh, that's that, something think. really mm. cool about the protocol mm. because uh, you can kind of uh, create extra methods. So you doesn't need to, yeah, ah, exactly. Okay, so For example, ClojureSP okay. has some extra methods. Mm. Uh, one of them is the resolve macro mm -hmm. uh, method. So Ray probably probably knows yeah. uh, that Cursive has this feature where you can right click on a macro and choose to resolve this macro as depth yeah. n or something like that. So this was something I oh, I was really yeah, missing yeah. on ClojureSP. 
and I created this Astra method for resolving mm. the macros. So Codespy has this, and probably it doesn't make sense for our language, but it makes sense for Clojure. Other languages, yeah, yeah. And what what about things like uh, like protocols and multi methods and Def types and stuff? I guess Def types is pretty pretty simple because that's just basically yeah. Uh, it actually <laughs> follow kind of the same pattern of the other things because you have this uh, from from CRJ condo analysis eyes. It's just another thing that defines, uh, for right. example, uh, right. a bar definition. So if you have um, that record something, mm -hmm. you will have uh, something as a bar definition. So you could use something and find definition and find reference of this. So uh, we have to handle some uh, kind of cases like when you def record something, you have something, uh, thread something, map something. So uh, we have to handle this kind of case, but uh, follows the same thing. But if, for instance, if you have a multi-method, if you have a def method, a def multi, and then you have, can you find yeah. all the def methods yeah. for a def multi? Uh, when you find the reference yeah. of a def method okay, or a def cool. multi, you have all the reference and all the calls for this def multi. We, can, we could hmm. probably um, uh, add support for the find implementation to find only the references about this death method mm -hmm. specifically. It's something we could improve, but yeah. Nice. So speaking of improvements, so what are what are your next plans? I mean, is it something like a, because I'm assuming at some point it'll be like a done deal, right? The project will be uh, stable and you implemented all the protocol um, as much as you can into, uh, that is relevant to closure, added all the things that are closure specific things as well. So. Where is it right now, and and what is your 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 goal for the future? Yeah, let's say next um, three months or something. I think uh, probably I will we will add some new refactors. So something I have in mind uh, is the mm -hmm. support for adding a new dependency for your project, or that's like we have for CRJ refactor. So we will have this for LSP as well. Um. I would like to see a Java integration thing with uh, CLJ Condo, but this will probably be harder. But um, it would really, uh, it would be really cool. Um, probably mm -hmm. uh, add more refactors, I think, and add support for new things uh, on the protocol because actually each year or two years the protocol. Uh, bumps and we have new new features. Yeah, there's a new so version comes in. A new yeah. feature that will yeah. have that we will have on the protocol next protocol version. It's the inlay hints. So, for example, if you use Rust, you have this that mm -hmm. are those those overlays that show uh, besides the params and things like that. I'm not yeah. sure this will be useful for closure, but yeah. it's something that we can think about it. Um, yeah, okay. I think that's it. Not sure. We, we, we had yeah. some, some features that are not entirely related with the protocol. For example, last version, last release, we had the closure docs integration. So if you hover yeah. uh, a single, you have all the docs mm. about yeah. closure docs. So this is something specifically for closure that doesn't follow the 
the protocol itself, but mm. it really makes sense for for Clojure. Yeah, yeah. But you, you'd have to use a mouse to do that, <laughs> so I guess that never happens. No, you don't. Yeah. Have to. <laughs> Not anymore. Actually, you can have you can use both for Remix. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, oh wow, we're we're reaching almost one hour. Um, so the my I think my final question is, you know, how how can people support you right now apart from you know opening issues and sending PR? So, is there something like uh, are you part of Closure Collective or open source thing, GitHub sponsors? So how can people support um, LSP initiative because this is a I think this is a very critical piece in, in yeah. the closure ecosystem um, right right now. I think that um, we have the Open Collective and the GitHub sponsors page, so supporting us via supporting the project via this will help a lot. Um, we supporting via issues yeah. and pull requests also helps a lot, so this would help a lot. Um, for, uh, I have yeah. this Patreon page, so. If you really like the my my work on not only Clojure SP but on LSP Dart and other open source projects, you can support me on Patreon, and um, and that's it. Mm. Yeah, I, we'll we'll post a link there certainly, mm. and and I'm thinking like if New Bank or slash, you know, uh, AKA Cognitect is supporting GitHub sponsors and then they are sponsoring you, then they're essentially like giving you salary <laughs> via two I more steps, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's more yeah. like you know, <laughs> it's just one step removed from directly giving you salary. Like, oh, okay, we're gonna sponsor you on GitHub. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's it's um it it is certainly as I said, like it is the great equalizer for all the uh, all the editors which are um, inferior to Emacs, basically. You know, to to bring the level the same level as you know yeah. Emacs level of refactoring and all the crap into to other editors but but it is it is certainly i think it's a really nice um thing I, I i see it in other languages as well like you know especially with rust and python and and javascript code that i hack uh, sometimes um occasionally to realize closure is better every now and then you need to do some other shit to realize what you have is way better than other things yeah i think the <laughs> but um it's yeah the, the lsp thing is something that uh, it's it's becoming a huge thing um uh, tooling and things like that because today we we already have LSP for almost all languages. I think, for example, you have for Bash, you have you have for even Markdown, yeah. and uh, it, mm. <laughs> so yeah. so we have uh, this feature that enhances our experience. So it's working uh, really well. I'm gonna look for it for there is a uh, LSP for Brainfuck. <laughs> like code mirror. If it is not yeah. there, it needs to be. It needs to be there. <laughs> so, Eric, apart from LSP, you you say you do some other open source projects. So, what 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 kind of are there other things that you want to to talk about as as well as LSP today, or um, you know, should we just should I just play the carnival music again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh... That, that's a no. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I have uh, some few projects like um, I actually really like the LSP thing, so I work on other LSP thing, uh, projects. Oh, so right, okay. 
I'm I'm the uh, I'm the creator of the LSP Dart, which is the uh, LSP client for Emacs, and mm -hmm. it's something really cool and really different from Closure because you have this mobile thing, so mm -hmm. you can just mm -hmm. use the LSP for debugging and uh, spawning the, uh, the your mobile application or uh, the Dart thing. So mm -hmm. it's something really cool, but uh, I'm also the maintainer of LSP mode for Emacs. Um, yeah, overall, our, our, our LSP projects that are LSP centric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Cool. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Awesome. On that note, and, and uh, Eric, you know, I really appreciate all the all the hard work you're doing, and I think I pretty much see you in spirit every time I'm opening a closure project because I see the progress bar and then there is LSP mode <laughs> initializing and that, that is happening. So I know, I know, you know, if it is taking forever, then I know who to blame. And if it, <laughs> if it is, you know, but for all the, all the fancy features that, uh, you know, that is making Emacs experience way, way better and also other editors experiences, obviously, uh, which I don't use, but um, I think it's a, it's a, it's a phenomenal project. And also the way that, that it is coming to different languages is uh, is is really awesome, and especially people like you making you know uh, dumb fuckers like me you know like feel way smarter than than we are. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, no. I'd be just uh, printing printing it out and then just refactoring with my pen, and then you know, my life would be pretty bad <laughs> with this without this one. But thank um, you, thank yeah, I think it's uh, it's it's amazing, and thanks a lot for all the all the work that you're doing, and um, you know, continue to. I hope Nubank continues to support you on this open source stuff as well and the community as well um we'll we'll post all the links to your um, patreon as well as github sponsorship and open collective in the in the description uh, in the notes show notes and um yeah i think just just make a new bank uh, an emacs company you know yeah that's <laughs> just, that's just my continue that's my objective <laughs> yeah thank you really. like, thousand developers you know yeah <laughs> that'd be amazing thank, thank you um Thank you for the opportunity. This this podcast is really good. I think this is something that brings the closure community together. So you are doing uh, awesome work. Thank you very much for the opportunity. That's yeah, yeah. I think we are, we are we are we are we are like the you know peak of uh, closure podcastery. Think yeah, are, it's, um, it's a really funny podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I think that's it. Oh fuck! There it is. <laughs> Let's just call it innovation, you know? Let's call it innovation. <laughs> you dream with nice. carnival songs today. <laughs> oh, man. I would yeah, tell you, exactly. I would, I, this, it's, 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 I mean, I don't know. It's a bit random thought, but uh, all my life I've wanted to go to Brazil to the carnival. No, being there yet. So, you know, uh, I, I would love to do that. Are, are, you, uh, are you a big, is, I guess next year, with all the COVID being over, in inverted commas, Carnival is going to be big next year, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it will be huge. <laughs> yeah. are, you, are you a fan of the Carnival, by the way, or is it sort of you know yeah, something? Yeah, I like, yeah, just I for like, tourists. Okay, I like the culture. It's really yeah uh, something important for the Brazilian folks. It's really yeah, cool. yeah, excellent. Mm. Yeah, nice. yeah, it's a beautiful. You know, yeah, that let's keep keep Brazil strong. Exactly. <laughs> So hopefully we'll uh, you know we'll we'll meet you uh, in real life soon. Uh, and yeah, hope you guys stay, you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, we should go on a deaf and Brazil tour when we get. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you want to support our Brazil tour, go to our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> pay us, pay us for our yacht, so we can take a yacht from you know Atlantic Sea all the way to uh, to Pacific. Uh, oh, I think we should go around. You know, we, we yeah. Okay, that, that okay. makes sense. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. I think if if, if we get the yacht with with uh, Patreon money, I'm gonna put all the Patreon names on the yachts. Uh, whatever, what what, 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 what does the yacht yeah. has? I don't know. Site? I don't know. It has sides. <laughs> yeah. so, I think I think with the Patreon money, we'll get a kayak. So. <laughs> Both of us. Anywho, um, it's gonna be a yeah, long roar to Brazil. <laughs> totally. I think we'll be right in time for the carnival if we start now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, on that happy note, <laughs> um, yeah, I think everybody who is listening, I, I hope everybody is uh, safe. Uh, I think the pandemic seems to be a never-ending thing and it's becoming mm. endemic now, hopefully. So um, stay safe and uh, we'll keep uh, making more episodes um, soon. And that is the end of uh, episode number 78, 79 and 80, I suppose. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see you in the next episode, which is going to be 2001. We need a CLJ Condor or an LSP to link our numbering, you know. <laughs> Expected 78, but got 79, you know. <laughs> we need a uh, Defan podcast LSP. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or, or at least the diagnostic thing that is going to reject the publication of the new Uh-oh. episode. <laughs> cool. All right. Thank you. Thank you. That Thank you guys. from us. Yeah. Have a great Cheers. Thank you for listening to this episode of Defan. And the awesome vegetarian music or the track is Melon Hamburger by Pizzeri. And the show's audio is mixed by Walter Dullert. I'm pretty sure I butchered his name. Um, maybe you should insert your own name here, Dullert. If you'd like to support us, uh, please do check out our Patreon page. And you can show your appreciation to all the hard work or the lack of hard work that we're doing. And um, you can also catch up with uh, either Ray with me for some unexplainable reason. Uh, you want to interact with us, then uh, do check us out on Slack, Closure in Slack or Closureverse, or on Zulip, or just at us at Defen Podcast on Twitter. Enjoy your day and see you in the next episode. Anywho, I think um, I should stop nibbling on these nuts. <laughs>